Hey, what's up, guys? How are you doing today? Hey, what's up, y'all? Good hey, to hey. be back. Yeah, it's good to be back. We've been really busy. Yeah. Right? Offers apartments blowing up. And uh, it's expansion all, blowing all up. the crazy stuff floating around our world right now. Some uh, people uh, <clears throat> kind of took them out for a little while. Yeah. Fireman. <laughs> I'm lost. I'm lost, too. What's <laughs> the Rona. Oh, 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 yeah. I oh, was, we had that roll around our, gosh, our I was so sick. Yeah, the, the zoo dealio fam. And even our dev team, like it just went around. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's so. crazy. Bad. Not me. Nope. Yeah, you're like, you better knock on some wood, bro. So I know. I'll knock on freaking air. <laughs> <laughs> this shit ain't getting to me. So what's going Not on in the real, the real estate world today? Oh my goodness. A lot is happening. It is a crazy marketplace right now. Yeah. We got EXP, Keller Williams fighting. We have broker, broker wars. wars. Broker wars. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla. Broker wars. We were in sync on that one. Oh, broker wars. <laughs> Isn't there enough drama just in doing real estate in general? Oh. And, we have to, and then us as agents and brokerages have to complicate it even more. Yeah. Oh, apparently yeah. the the ex CEO of Keller Williams has has been recruited to EXP, but then they're they're like fighting in court. I don't know. Mm. I didn't really read it all, but it doesn't seem very interesting to me. That's one of my favorite uh, <laughs> old Mike Ferry sayings that you just said right there, that us as real estate agents overcomplicate the business to try to justify the money that we make. Mm. That's clout. Know. That's clout right there. That ain't have to do with no money. Yeah. I'm just telling you. <clears throat> Those are some people Stanley. puffing up their chest and, act and seeing who's more tough. That's about it. So who's tougher? <sighs> Gary, Gary Keller can, he, he can box. <laughs> <I'm> Bro, <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to go to the more of a Gary Keller, <laughs> dude. Kidding. No way, dude. Yeah. He's, he's an emotional boxer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Glenn Sanford's a bright mind too. No, I mean, no doubt about it. I think the guys are, it's really interesting. And I mean, the, the, the amount of influence that those two guys carry in the, in, in Huge. the real estate industry yeah. is, I mean, almost probably like nothing we've ever seen before from two, almost indivi two individuals. Yeah. Pretty insane. BFD. Definitely yeah. insane. <laughs> they both are for sure. Well, BFDs. Like, Brad Inman came out with an article today that said that like the real estate market's still red hot. So why isn't prop tech? Ooh. I know. I know. I know so, and that's because it's been prop tech isn't hot. Is that what it is? Uh, well, yeah. the stock market, dude, all, oh, yeah. all tech stocks, prop tech, fintech stock, uh, wow, stocks <laughs> have been in the, well, I think every, every, in the toilet, every stock has been in the toilet, to be honest with you. I, mean, but but I think yeah. OfferPad is exceptionally low. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, some, some companies have to be well, you think where, our, where you they think, belong. You think our, that's our, that's our, that's our <laughs> initiator. That's Ouch. our favorite guy, Mr. Uh, Bayer. You think we should send him a, a sympathy card? I yeah. don't know. I mean, he's got to be. I think we're going to give him a, a uh sweater vest. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, OfferPad's what? They're like. Three dollars and seventy-two cents right now. Yeah, they went below three dollars. I think. What were they at? They're not even a billion-dollar company anymore. I know. I, I heard that, that, which is wild. It's too bad. They are, especially considering they have a line of credit, right? Like they have a, yeah. a over billion-dollar purchasing line of credit power, and pretty wild. Well, mm -hmm. that doesn't really matter. What, what I understand, worth, right? but I'm just I'm just saying that like their their ability to purchase. <clears throat> Well, they're yeah. going to report uh, quarter four 2021 <coughs> numbers here in a couple yeah. weeks. So I'm just stoked to see what those look like. Yeah. And yeah, we'll uh, talk about that. I don't want to start any rumors because that's, you know, that's just not who, what we do and what this is about. But, <laughs> but let's start we, a rumor. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if it's a, I don't know if it's a rumor because I, I don't know if there's a way for us to verify this. But <clears throat> we had someone tell us that it seems like OfferPad's 
wanting to concentrate more on taking listings, listings. and not taking down houses. So do you yeah. think that has something to do with their stock? If they're not acquiring mm. as many properties, they yeah, have business. They are recruiting agents. And, yeah, and, that's, seen and a lot that of takes a time to build. Offerpad yeah. listings oh, gosh, yes. that, aren't, that aren't necessarily owned by Offerpad, right? Yeah. But Open Door's following suit, too. I mean, I'm getting recruiting emails from Open Door <clears> saying, hey, come work with us. You yep. can show our houses for us. And I feel like Open Door is actually doing it even more. And let's face it, their tech is, you know, dialed in. Everything's good with them. But so they're, trying I mean, to they're, they're more of a show. Threat. Like they're trying, they're, they're, yeah. they're saying, we'll give you $40 a showing or something like yeah. that. It's like, okay, now I'm, a, I'm an Uber driver or, or real estate Uber driver. <laughs> I think that that's probably attractive to a lot of realtors, though. Sure. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I see that An Uber showing. Well, agent. it's guaranteed leads too. <laughs> that's the other thing, right? I mean, we all know their apps well, right? It's it's definitely a threat to the marketplace, and especially a lot of our you know independent brokers, mid-sized brokerages. It's definitely something to to pay attention to if they are in your market because they are a well-oiled corporate environment that brings a lot of structure to a non-structured business. You Historically, imagine if that happened in the future. There's an app created where a, a buyer can go to any house and click, at, just like in, to pick up an Uber, and say, "Oh, your showing agent will arrive in 20 minutes yeah. and open up the house for you." Dude, and that's that already happening. Like, yeah, I got my 40 bucks. That scan, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> they're gonna scan. They're gonna be kicked to code. They're gonna be locked in. That agent, the the the, the you know that lead's gonna go to the agent. The whole bit. That's that's coming, man. Real quick, the showing this agent is about. coming. Yeah, you don't even need the agent there. It's no, the I know that, but it. either way, it's, it's still new so builds are hey, already doing it. Hey, right? Lennar doesn't even have new home sales reps in like eighty percent of their uh, their model home communities. Yeah, just a model home. Hey, yeah. Keith, do we have a do we have a deal of the week? Oh my goodness, you, you have a ton of deals, so we pick one. What's your Give favorite? What's your favorite uh, deal this week? You know, I was gonna have. I had a hard time even concentrating. Wanting to do this podcast because there's so many deals going on. I know we had to pull him out so, of his chair. We'll so just, who's like, your favorite? On, Keith, let's We're go. gonna call it the multi deal of the week. Well, you know what? I I don't have a favorite. A, a deal is always exciting. We got a couple of deals where contracts fell out and they reached mm. out to us, and you know we we have a cash offer plus that's uniquely structured, and <clears throat> so we were able to go in and save a deal where a homeowner doesn't have to give up the upside of the open market. So it's very beneficial for them and they get what they need. We have, you know, our partner deals where it's a very simple structured cash offer with a, a service fee, high net to the seller. Everyone walks away happy. We got several of those going on. And so, um, you know, it, we're, we're 2022 is, is, is clearly a, a massive jump and more subscribers are seeing the, the benefit of leading with the cash offer and also yeah. using the cash offer as you know, hey, if, if the deal falls apart and you're in a bind, boom, I got your back. I got a solution. And, Absolutely. And, and we're seeing all that Problem come solving. to fruition. That's cool, man. Creating yeah. raving fans, right? That giving those agents that ability to, you know, you help somebody out in an emotional time like that. A lot of times, like you, that's how you earn that raving fan. Yeah. They will never hesitate. Well, Kurt, Kurt has you. been uh, doing uh, testimonials all the week long, man. Like, yeah, I know. You got like, what do you got, like 15 of them over there? <laughs> I know we got, we got some happy, happy customers. I'm, I'm excited. I've really been excited to see the growth within the platform too of agents, um, you know, having their buyers uh, be turned into cash buyers, right. Too like seeing that grow and, and those, that opportunity arena because of, you know, cash is King win those offers. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That reminds me of you, you, you were talking a little bit earlier about the, the Redfin deal. 
Yeah, so 77% of people polled by Redfin, they did a huge study, believe that we are in a housing bubble. These are home buyers, home sellers, so these are actual people in the market. 77% of them think that our market is going to burst. And 44% of real estate agents surveyed also believe that we're in a real estate bubble. I know. Mm. I, mean, I, I don't really see it as a real estate bubble. I think I it's just supply and demand, right? Yeah. And we have we have a we have very low supply and high demand. You know, cost and, of money uh, is still cheap. If it pops, I guess. I mean, I, I don't really see the the uh, uh, supply like exploding somehow. No. Before back in the 2007 no. 2006 timeframe, it exploded because people were just walking away from their houses or second, third and fourth houses, you know, you get, you got the, uh, the, you know, the Kroger, uh, you know, shopping, right. Guy having three different houses and right. You know, just walking away from them. Yeah. Well, they were, you know, can you fog a mirror? You can get a loan, right? Where they're now, that's not necessarily the circumstance. I think the other factor that's really not talked about a lot right now that controls a, a huge dynamic around supply and demand and around what will happen in the future is the how much institutional money is involved in real estate. I know we've obviously talked about, it on, this about pod, it time. on this podcast, but it's also it's honestly I think for the for the average agent, the average homeowner, they they're know. not as privy to that, right? And that's something I think for all of our listeners, viewers out there that are checking this out, like this, that is a real thing. Yep. Sixty-four billion dollars in quarter three of two thousand and twenty-one was swallowing invested yep. from institutional buyers. And when there's that swallowing kind of homes. money involved, right? They 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 have so much power, so much money that they can almost control trends, right? Because they can hold on to certain things, they can ride certain waves, and those types of things. So I'm really curious, you know, when there is that. Uh, let's just say that they, the Fed does continue to raise the rates the way that they have. Obviously, that makes affordability the affordability go down. Well, they right? haven't raised yet, right? It's just no rates are going up a little bit. They're and going and to, but rates have are, went up. Yeah, but they haven't officially raised yet. Well, and then the other thing too, like I know one of our agents that we work with, I saw a post um, that they put on uh, Facebook that here in in Mesa that um, average sales price in January of 2021 was 400. Now it's $526,000. I think it was 409 and 526. So that's, I mean, that's roughly a 25% price increase in in one year. I mean, consumers at some point in time do say uh, that's ridiculous, right? Like, I mean, I don't think 25%. We've I mean, certainly seen those happen say in ridiculous, past markets. But you go, go to, a, go to an apartment it. complex and you're going to pay. Uh, <laughs> go buy some lumber yeah. right now. We're, we have we have three bedroom apartment complexes over here. <clears throat> you know, with $4,800 a month or something. It's, it's a four bedroom. A four bedroom. Uh, here's the thing. I don't know about you guys, but I remember even back in uh, 2015, 2016, we were in a housing bubble and, <clears throat> and market bubble yeah. back then and it was going to burst. Obviously, that was all the craziness with Hillary and Donald Trump, and a lot of people said that you know, Donald Trump being elected a president was the Trump card. Whether that's you know the unanimous of the reason why, yeah, I think it could be regardless of where the pol- your, your politics are at. <clears throat> but anyway, that was that was that was a different cycle. That's a, that was a different trend. We're in a different cycle now. We're in a different, different trend. trend. The institutional money that we're talking about right now virtually barely even existed back then. True, and we were in a bubble, so. I think people, they're just like, oh my gosh, how our prices is high. There's no inventory. This can't, this isn't sustainable. Well, yeah, it is. If there's, if, if the demand's there and the, the demand hasn't clo- uh, slowed down at all. Any member of Zudelio that I talk with, no matter what market, even in Chattanooga, uh, Georgia, Tennessee, wherever that is, you Tennessee, know, just, yeah. uh, just making you know, all these Tennessee. little small towns. 
Chattanooga. There's no, small. there's no inventory. It's, it's, it, it's what we talk about. It's what we experience and it's everywhere. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, it's a phenomenon. It's, it's just what we're dealing with right now. And <clears throat> with the amount of money that is in the market, I mean, my prediction is it's th- this, this is the new market. I don't think it's going to go back. All right. So the fed uh, is going to meet in March, middle March. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have been saying maybe the fed will raise a half a point. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do you guys think? I think that's too much. I yeah, don't think, I think so. that I don't, I think they're very, very cautious, right? Because they know the governing dynamic that real estate industry has on the entire U S economy. That's so funny, Keith. I, I, I just, because I, it's, Yes, it's a lot, but think about what we're talking about. That's ridiculous. Even if it did, I understand the ramifications from from the economic standpoint. We've been so damn spoiled, a half a percent. It doesn't mean crap. We we're ma- we're giving it so much meaning because of of things that have been so low for so long. Yeah, it's just a bunch of crybabies, mm-hmm. right? Well, it's still <laughs> going to come down to what's what's household income. Right. I mean, it's like debt to income ratio is obviously a real thing, right? People buy houses on affordability of the property uh, within within their monthly income. But right. The That's where most up. people make decisions. The wages are going up, though. Right. I, I just don't say. think we're going to see. As don't even get me started on that conversation. An hour over so Taco is, Bell. So I know. So I'm like this. <laughs> so steak and beef. <laughs> I don't think we're going to see people bounce out of a two and a half percent interest rate, a three percent interest rate oh, for, no. you know what I mean? For like a, a four. Or no. four and a half. Unless not, they had to. Not as. Unless they had to. Yeah. They, they have no money to, to get another house. Right. And especially because I just got to say, inventory is really disappointing too. You look at oh. what you can get for the prices that you're going to pay and oh. buyers are just, you know, they're disappointed. In, they're rejecting in the, at some point, actually. Mm-hmm. I think that's some, kind of what we're starting to see uh, even yeah. on a, with a couple of things. But if the house is decent, like even like I, uh, one of my best buddies uh, sent me a property. He was joking today. It was 1,900 square feet or 1,800 square feet for 675 in Gilbert. Hmm. <laughs> 675 in Gilbert. And it was, a, it was a nice house. It was a nice house. Is it a single level? I think yeah. I saw it. Single level house. I think it was 675, 664, saw, something like that. Is it owned by OfferPad? Uh, I don't remember. Okay, I just saw one today owned by OfferPad. But I'm just like, it, it, was, it was, somebody came in, remodeled it. It was a nice house. But 1,700, 1,600, I, I don't remember exact size, but like less than 1,900 square feet, single story house in Gilbert, 675. I'm like, Whoa. yeah, and <clears throat> we're becoming the mini California. If it, if it goes too long, I'm bouncing to Texas or Georgia. <laughs> the, 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 the properties you we better can get, keep going. Florida, oh, I don't think Texas is going to be there much. The properties that you right can get there us. right now, still, I'm like, damn, I'm ready to move. You're Compa- already getting com- into it. Dude, yeah, what market. you can get in six for 600 in, in like Florida, uh, parts of Florida, parts of Texas. We, I, was, oh, I, was showing my, I was showing my wife one, one of the house. properties we were doing, con- uh, looking at some comparables for for uh, an offer request. And it was a five, and not that I want one this big. I'm just making an example. 5,000 square foot out in the suburbs of Georgia for like 525,000. Oh, you know, Georgia, like you can ridiculous. get a sick house for like, like a million bucks. Things, things that you could get here 10 years ago. Yeah. Yep. Well, there's a couple of those <clears throat> offer requests and sorry, I'm, you know, gone off on tangent here just because it's so fun for everybody listening to like what you can get in like that, uh, the Atlanta Metro, like for that. I know we've had a couple of them that have come in for like eight, nine hundred thousand dollars and that's like mini mansions for like nine hundred thousand yeah. dollars. I'm like, dang, it's pretty nice. Yeah. On two acres. So there's, yep, still, two there's acres, still places pull. you can live. It's just, hey, if this five, market 6, doesn't work 000, for you, 7, bounce somewhere else. 
Right. You know, I hear that a lot of people are moving <laughs> out of Arizona because they're climate refugees and they're going to, <laughs> it's getting too hot here. Yeah. Well, there's all these bodies that live here now, you know, just uh, thermo hey, I, effect. I like, I like my freedoms. I'll stay here as long as that lasts. So yeah. the real estate market is still bananas. I think that sums up today's episode. All right, guys. Well, yeah, thanks <laughs> guys so nice. for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed our little wild ride. I know it's been a, a couple of weeks that we uh, took a little hiatus, but we appreciate you, and uh, yeah, don't forget, to, don't forget to like, subscribe, and make a comment. Please yes. make a comment. Peace. Laters. Bye.